Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea Morales, and today we are going to talk about how to tell if your guides and angels are legit, which is an extremely important question to answer, with a return guest, Maya Zahira, who I will introduce shortly for those who don't recall who she is from previous episodes. Um, but first, I'd like to invite you to get to know your own self a little bit better. We so often look at the others around us as being more gifted or more talented or more whatever the thing is. Um, and we oftentimes don't give ourselves enough credit for the gifts that we bring forward. I know for many years I had that challenge myself. So I created this resource. It's free, it's fast, and it's very insightful. And it takes about two minutes to go through it. You go to superpowerquiz.us the pen and the paper that you know you always need when you turn in superpowerquiz.us. Write that down and go find out the answer to what is your number one spiritual superpower. So Maya, I'm so happy to have you here with me. Maya is an expert in psychic protection and spiritual empowerment, and her mission is to educate and empower spiritual seekers with the most powerful and effective methods for energetic self-care and psychic protection. Maya is a lifelong mystic, psychic, visionary author, and spiritual mentor. She is the author of the Psychic Attack Sourcebook, Understanding and Surviving the Unimaginable, and Dis Darkness Disguises Light, The Hidden Truth About Psychic Protection and the Illusion Matrix. For three decades now, Maya has worked tirelessly sharing her spiritual gifts, and she currently works with students and clients all over the world via online courses and programs. Welcome, Maya. I'm so happy to have you back here with me today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure being here. So just to kind of open the topic a little bit, I know there are myths that go around the spiritual world that, well, all the energies that you, you connect with are beneficial and you shouldn't be worried because fear is what draws these other things in. And we both know that not to be the case. So tell me a little bit about how you came to realize that that myth, in fact, does not hold water. Mm -hmm. And I want to just emphasize how prevalent those myths are and how attached people are to those myths. I was at a psychic fair event last weekend and I ran into a couple of different people who were asking me questions and, and reading little blurbs from, from my book that they were picking up. And they they saw the section on the on myths and and they were like, I just don't want to believe what you're saying, Maya. <laughs> and like, yeah, and if you want to dig deep into the myths, we did a whole interview yeah. like six months ago that went into yes. the myths. Yes. Yes. So I guess what, I, what I'm getting at is we're going to have a balanced approach here today, but I'm also acknowledging that sometimes we get attached to our beliefs. We want reality to be a certain way yes. that it actually isn't. Yes. Okay. 
So I actually was one of those people. I had been a spiritual teacher for well over 20 years, doing all the feel-good spirituality stuff, putting on empowerment retreats and and um, doing lots of Reiki sessions and relaxing kinds of things. And all of that's really important. Yeah, that's spiritual like, we, spa work. <laughs> we need that in the world. But in 2016, I had, it actually in hindsight wasn't my first encounter, but it was the first one that knocked me upside the head where I understood what was happening. It was an encounter with a false light entity and a false light entity is a spiritual being that is is a um, negative being pretending to be a, a beneficial being a being of yeah. light a spiritual wolf in sheep's clothing so to speak yes exactly and what happened as a result of that it was a very traumatic event and and it caused a an additional spiritual awakening for me um I all of the, a sudden, the upside of the downside, right? <laughs> yes. All of a sudden, I was able to perceive false light entities. I was able to see which beings were imposters, and I was able to see through the facade. And yeah, you're going to ask a question? I am going to ask a question. Um, so when you first encountered this being because i like to dig into the details yeah what looking back now what were some of the early red flags that this being wasn't all love and light like it was pretending to be okay so i'm kind of laughing but it was not funny at the time no i'm sure it was not <laughs> <laughs> it was very bad um so my situation was a little bit unusual because most of what we're going to talk about here today is when the spiritual entity is mostly effectively keeping up its facade but mm -hmm. for some reason, in this situation in 2016, when I went to this particular spiritual teacher, the, the entity that she was working with that was fooling everybody and her. Including think, her. Yeah, exactly. Including her. Uh, for some reason, I was able to see past it. And uh, the first red, so because of that, the first red flag was that it started attacking me. I, oh. I had, um, uh, I had gone to like, un at first I didn't realize what was going on. So I went to a few one-on-one -on -one sessions. I went to a couple of group healing gatherings that, that this person, uh, put on. And, um, immediately after I started working with her, I came under severe psychic attack. There were lights flashing in my house. There were, um, all of a sudden, my clairvoyant abilities went like skyrocketed. I was seeing demons in my house. I was seeing elementals. I was seeing all this stuff. But actually, and so I didn't even know. It, it took me a while to figure out what was going on because I thought I was seeing actual demons and actual fairies and actual all these other things because I had seen some of those things. Um, previously yeah the, right the real versions of them before and it took me about six weeks to fully realize that this was a djinn 
a particular type of shape of shapeshifter entity. Oh, this, and it was it just kept shifting into like this and that and an angel and it pretended to be Archangel Michael and it it was just m- messing with my head. And and then also I was being attacked. I was brutally attacked in the middle of the night. It uh, when I started um, figuring out what was going on and I tried to warn somebody, I got attacked. And that's yes. when I I I op- I'm a thousand percent sure I was awake. This was not a dream. I uh, because it it um, grabbed me me up. And I, my eyes flew open, and I saw this um, plasma-like light being hovering over me. Mm. And then I saw it try to shape shift into an angel. Oh, so, so you caught it in the act? Uh huh. Uh huh. I also caught it on camera. Um, mm-hmm. Was doing a video for some of my students, and it actually appeared over my shoulder. After I burned sage, by the way. Yes, just to like thumb its etheric nose at you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you and your sage, it's not enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, I'll show you. And it's it's so funny that we can laugh about this now. It is no laughing matter if you're going through something like this. No, absolutely. It's fine. Absolutely. And I I think there's a place for laughing at it, but it's certainly not in the moment that it's happening. No, exactly. So so it was a weird situation where it was obvious that, that something was wrong, but it took several weeks to figure out exactly what it was. And honestly, it really took me a full year after that to be fully confident that I understood this whole shape-shifting thing and and the whole imposter entity thing because it's it was almost too much to believe like it even happened to me and i was like did this really happen yeah you Um, still have moments where you look back and go really (laughs) uh, yeah Yeah. well and i was journaling every single day during that and i was logging everything that was happening which thank goodness that i was that i happened to be doing that and then I think the other thing that was extremely validating was that um, in that following year, I started working with clients, and that's in in the area of psychic protection specifically. And that's when I started to see other examples of these this phenomenon. The, actually, a really common thing that would happen is that a client would say, well, I was meditating and I had this new spirit guide come in, but then this weird thing happened. Mm -hmm. I was seeing this ascended guide and then all of a sudden, for just a split second, it changed and it looked really scary. And then it changed back. And I had several client situations with that kind of scenario. And that's when I started to really understand how, like this is very prevalent and how much, I mean, we can we can resolve this by developing a higher level of discernment and figuring out what to look out for, which we're yeah. gonna talk about today. Exactly, exactly. I know I had a client who was like, oh, I've got this new spirit guide. And you know, as I felt into it, it felt okay the first, time or so that she had this guide with her and then it pushed her into a bonfire and it became like this abusive boyfriend and it's Mm -hmm. like okay Mm -hmm. he pulled off the mask get rid of this one (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So anytime you're, if you're working with a spirit guide and the words or actions become abusive in any way, Bad even up. if it turns nice, yeah, even yeah, if it's it a big nice red later, flag. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> just like flag. in your dating life, right? You know, yeah. you want to, you want to get rid of that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also any kind of manipulation, or um, I've had people tell me, "Oh, I have this amazing spirit guide, but I don't understand why it's always lying to me." <gasps> um, I've Another. gotten in trouble whenever I follow its advice. Like I had all these bad things happen to me. Yeah. Like, you know, Another I, red heard... flag. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a red flag. That's not who they say. Like it's not anything beneficial. Yeah. Do not work with that being. Absolutely. So, okay. We've talked about how you came to realize that some of the angels and guides are not legitimate and many of them are. Um, how, how do we move forward in determining who are our spiritual allies or should we just like not go there? Mm -hmm. I love that question. I have discovered about myself that I tend to be, uh, pretty moderate in a lot of my views. Like I'm all about being informed, but I tend to not throw everything out yeah. I know various people who ha they they have just decided that every spiritual entity is bad mm. because may, I, I'm thinking maybe they had some bad experiences yeah. or something like that. It's the opposite end of that spiritual spectrum that we started on, which is all of them are good. Now we've gone all the way the other way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I really, res I think I empathize and understand why someone would go to that end of the spectrum. But I think the healthier place is somewhere in the middle with balance and discernment. Um, you know, it, it's maybe a little bit easier for me because I, <laughs> because of that situation that I went through, I now have a really strong spidey sense for these sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, you've got battle-tested discernment going on. Yes. How, how, do, how do you start to build that, that confidence in your own discernment, though, if you haven't been through, you know, the false light wars? <laughs> right, exactly. So I think it's important to learn. About, I, I, so I think the f number one thing is to learn about what are spiritual allies, what are guides, angels, what exactly are they? And we can talk about that after the I break, was going to say, and, and what are they, Maya Zahira? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can define those. And then also talking about what exactly are the red flags. And if you have that information, even if you're not fully developed intuitively yet, you have information and you can use your observational skills. Which we all have an abundance of. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. I love that. So is it safe to try and find that middle ground? And how do you keep yourself safe as you're finding that middle ground? Uh-huh. Okay. So one of the things that I tell people is less is more when you're starting out working with guides and angels 
if you feel more comfortable not working with spiritual allies, guides, angels, animal teachers, etc., um, that's okay. If you want to just connect with divine source or earth energy or your own soul, that is okay. Especially if you've been through some kind of um, spiritual trauma, you can start there. And that's and that's fun. actually the place I go to if I've had like a spiritual wipeout or if I'm in a place where it feels murky and weird. It's like, you know what? All of that goes away and I just go back to higher self and source. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then at that point, uh, if you decide that you might want to start working with one of your ancestors or one of your guardian angels, then I would start with just one. Because yeah. people go crazy with it and they have like 25 guides and angels and they're just calling in like all these random Yeah, let's, let's pass around all these archangels. And it's like, no, but are you really before I pass you on to somebody else? Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's harder to really get clear discernment if you're discerning 30 different guides or, or you have an open door where any guide can come in anytime and that's a big point that i want to make before that, our that's break. a huge point in fact that's one of the things that i tell my clients when they want to start working with them is okay yeah. we're going to introduce you to your safe space because it already has a filter on it and you can only allow in the things that are for your highest and best good into that space so yeah. start there yeah and then yeah. i would choose um, one or just a couple and work with them regularly rather than just calling in randos yeah. every time you meditate. <laughs> Who wants to talk to me today? <laughs> and a lot of people do that. A lot yeah. of people do that. It, it's um, like Instagram. Oh my God. I went through my Instagram the other day and I accepted a bunch of, of people who were following me. I like followed them back and suddenly I had all these randos who are like, hi, sweetheart. Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? It's like, okay, unfollow block, unfollow block. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's that discernment and choosing who we let in. I mean, yeah. you, you wouldn't just invite random people over to your house all the time. Yeah. You, you, would you pick the people are. you know and trust and enjoy, right? <laughs> exactly. I love that. I love that. So we're coming up on the break. What homework should we assign for people as we go through the break? What are your thoughts on that today? Okay. During the break... I would invite everyone to think about if there is one ally, spiritual ally that you would like to connect with, and it can be your own soul, it can be divine, or it can be an ancestor, a guide, uh, your guardian, like one of your guardian, guardian angels. Guardian angels, and, yeah. Uh -huh. Right, or an animal teacher, plant teacher, um, and just think about one, and you can keep that in focus as we go forward through the rest of today's session. I love that. And I would invite you to write that on your piece of paper. So you have a place to return to focus because a lot of times our busy, busy minds like to distract us. So think about who that might be. If you have more than one, you can write them down and then decide which one you want to start with and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break.
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Amrellis. I'm still here with the amazing and wonderful Maya Zahira. And before the break, we asked you to spend some time thinking about a spiritual ally that you would like to be connecting with. And if you had more than one to make a list and then pick what's the top one that you would want to start with. So now that we have that list, Maya, uh, maybe we should go back and do some fundamental groundwork, which is define what exactly is a spiritual ally? Who are they? What's their job? What do they do for us? Yes, very important to go back to basics because um, not everyone knows what we're talking about, or maybe you think that you do, but we're not all talking about the same thing. So I'm going to share how I define this. I use the word spirit guide, guide, or uh, spiritual ally pretty interchangeably. I actually like the word ally because spirit guide is very common in new age terminology. And it's, it's also, I, I mentally kind of connect it with all of that not discerning kind of yeah random because you're spiritual and you're here giving me guidance that that you must be good and on my side which is not always the case yeah and that's why i like the word spiritual ally because in your in your life you would probably carefully choose who your 
allies are who who is going to be supporting you and yeah, helping you. your your friends your partners your mentors yes. yes yes exactly so i use that as an umbrella term and then underneath the spiritual allies or guides we have various kinds of angels including guardian angels we have um, animal totems, animal teachers, even plant teachers, those of us who are really connected with nature, uh, even plants or trees can show up as, as guides. We have elementals, which would be like fairies and gnomes and those sor sorts of beings. Your ancestors. Um, I'm always really careful to, to only call in my benevolent ancestors. Yes, because ancestors. some of them were not so nice and didn't have everyone's best interests at heart. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and some of them may not have crossed over and had that reset that gives them the bigger picture, too. Right because there's a big difference in interacting with an ancestor who's crossed over and one who has not yet. Exactly. And, and some of them are just like bossy and controlling and things like that. And we want those that really have our best interest at heart. Um, so um, let's see what else. And, and then there's other kinds of guides. There are um, either human souls or other types of spiritual beings that are showing up to support us, to help us in our lives. They might not be angels or fairies or other that, those other categories. So are we talking still... ETs and aliens here? Or... Well, I personally don't work with a lot of ETs and aliens. Um, I tend to be a bit, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, I'm a bit distrustful because I see a lot of people channeling ETs, and I can see that they're false light entities pretending mm. to be ETs. And I've actually had entities show up and pretend to be ETs to, to try to get me to channel their their message from their council, their galactic council. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. So, but right. Well, and I, and back to ETs and aliens. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. You know, there's we're in the third dimension. There's this fourth and fifth dimension, and then there's the sixth and seventh dimensions. And the I find the purer energies come from the sixth and seventh dimensional beings. The third, fourth, and fifth dimensions, and that's where most of the alien ET energy resides. There's still a lot of enemy patterning. There's all kinds of um, hidden agendas and this kind of thing when you're dealing with energies in those layers. Mm -hmm. And so I'm with you. I, I prefer to skip over those. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you also brought up a really important point in that um, it's not just spiritual entities that pretend to be benevolent. There are aliens that show up and pretend to be benevolent and really what it's about is all the agendas whatever the agenda is you know it's to to manipulate but i but yeah. i want to get back to the positives for a while yeah we're let's do some positives <laughs> yeah because because today we're we're talking about learning about okay yes it's okay to work with guides but we want to know about some of this other stuff where it could go sideways and we'll circle back around to that but um so let's start with the steps of preparing yourself to work with a spiritual ally safely. Yes. So the number one thing that I would recommend, this sounds so 
like overly fundamental, but it's ground. You've got to ground. And a lot of people are really scattered in their energy, their, their spiritual energy, their mental energy. And they're just kind of like tossing the net out there and saying, hey, anybody want to connect with me? That's the worst thing that you can do. Okay. Yeah. So the, the best thing that you can do is ground, which is connecting your energy field with the earth's energy field. Second, you want to connect with your own soul, with your own divine essence, with your, with your own self. And so you might do this by imagining just kind of tuning into yourself and, and noticing is my energy kind of scattered above my body? If so, I want to draw my energy back down into my body and be embodied and really anchored into myself. And you could do this also by placing your hands over your heart or your abdomen and just coming into presence mm -hmm. because the more present and grounded you are, the harder it is to get tricked. Yes, and the more you pull your energy in from the past and the future into this moment, the more contained you're going to be. And the more you bring your energy back from, what I want to say, people you're in conflict with, people you care about, that you're concerned about, the more you pull your own energy back into yourself, the more contained and centered you're going to be as well. And it, it will not harm those who you've been sending that energy out to. In fact, it'll probably re improve those relationships <laughs> because a lot of times... Although we create those connections with uh, the the best of intentions, the highest of intentions in our minds, in our hearts, a lot of the times what ends up going through it is more of a control and manipulation energy. And so bringing it back to yourself is generally a good call. Absolutely. And there's another point that's coming into my mind that is so important about safely connecting with your guides and your angels, etc. And this is that you are always the one who is in charge of your energy. You are in charge of whoever you, uh, like you, you have the say in who you're going to work with and who you're not going to work with. And so this is a mistake that I see people make is that an entity shows up and they are like, well, I feel like I have to work with it because it showed up. No, you are the boss of your own energy. And this might be, this might require a little bit of practice for some of you who are still learning how to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, I spent 20 plus years in my personal life learning how to set better boundaries and you take those better boundaries and you apply them to your spiritual life as well and also since you're in charge if there's any buddy who shows up that you're maybe not totally sure of like mm, i'd like to think that this is a beneficial being but i'm not sure then I would recommend keeping them at a distance, okay? You yeah. could always decide later, but I would never just call anybody in 100%. And any spiritual being that is truly 
beneficial and has your best interest at heart is going to be happy that you are using discernment. Any entity that gets angry by you setting boundaries is absolutely a negative entity. And that is your answer right right there. there. Yes. If they're pissed off because you said no, that's a good sign that you were right to say no. I like that. I like that a lot. In fact, one of the things that I tell people to pay attention to when they're interacting with a new guide is, um, do they answer your questions straight up and factual? Or do they kind of dodge the issue or distract you with other things by looking big and impressive and powerful? Uh, these tend to be red flags. If, if you ask them something simple like, what's your name? And they don't say, my name is Mary or whatever their name happens to be but instead goes down this road of, well, I'm the most important and influential, blah, 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 and this and that and that, and you should work with me, but they never give you, the, you their name? That's a sign. Yeah, yeah. And then as you were talking, it also made me think of the term word salad. Yes. Word salad is where either a person or an entity just says a whole bunch of gobbledygook that sounds like super spiritual, like dear one, blah, 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 blah. And the, the intergalactic, whatever, whatever. And, and maybe you're so even enlightened and yeah. Uh -huh. Maybe you're even writing it down and you read it afterwards and you're like, I have no idea what this even means. I mean, it sounds like all special and wordy, and important and it doesn't make any sense actually and yeah. that's word salad if they give you word salad that's usually a false light entity <laughs> yeah yeah it's another sign okay uh -huh. so our steps so far we've grounded we've pulled ourselves back into ourselves we've released all cares and concerns about other things we're present in this moment and connected to the us-ness, the essence of ourselves. And I find I usually connect to that through my heart center. Um, and we keep in mind, we're always in charge of our energy and who we're choosing to work with. We're being discerning and we're saying yes to some things and no to others. What's our next step? Mm -hmm. I think at this point, it depends on your personal style. So I will share what I like to do. I like to speak my intention out loud. So I, I tend to do all of this process that we just described as a verbal prayer. I would even speak the, the intent to ground. I now ground my energy, et cetera, et cetera. I call my energy back into myself. And then when I get to the point where I want to call in who I'm working with, I would say the statement, I call in my benevolent ancestor so-and-so, um, and I speak it. But you could also, if it's more your style, um, I used to do it this other way. You could have a journal that's dedicated to connecting with your allies, and you write down who you're wanting to connect with, and you write down the question or whatever it is that you're wanting to say to them. And then um, I actually don't recommend what's called automatic writing, which is where 
technically it's where you let the entity take control of your hand. Yeah, I don't they recommend, just write the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend ever letting an entity take you over in any way. That's not a good thing. But especially I, not one you know don't know yet. <laughs> exactly. Or any, really any. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's something that I call automatic dictation, which is where you get a feeling of the answer and then you of your own volition write the answer choose down. Choose to write it down, yeah. You choose to write it down. And you may hear words or see images, but mostly people will just get a feeling of the answer and then you put it into words. That is actually the best way that I recommend to beginners to connect with your allies. It's more tangible than the way that I do it now, which is just, just talking to them. Yeah. So writing it down is a very helpful way to begin to build that bridge. And it's just like any relationship. You're building a relationship so that um, actually one of the goals here is that if you ever have spiritual troubles, let's say a psychic protection issue, you have allies, you have friends that you can call on, or you're having a life issue and you need support, then you can call on them. But it's really, you want to develop a relationship with them. Instead of like, you know, calling up a stranger on the phone and asking them for help because um, your car broke down, you want to call someone that you've actually taken the, the time to develop. Yeah, a, exactly. A exactly. It's, it's better to be able to call a trusted friend, come get me, I'm on the side of the road, than to just randomly roll the dice with whoever happens to drive by because you don't know if that's a good Samaritan or an axe murderer, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and uh, and spiritually speaking, I'm going to tell you as an, as an authority here, because I've worked with a lot of people, negative spiritual forces tend to take advantage if someone is in a vulnerable situation. So you want to have these, these um, re relationships or relationship firmly established before you're having a terrible life emergency. Yeah. Well, and your discernment is more on point when you're relaxed and centered in yourself and not frantic about what's going on in your world. Yes. Frantic energy is actually not going to be the best way to, to call in support, but grounded and clear and calm is the best way. Yeah, and it's much easier to get to grounded and clear and calm when you're in calm seas on your life. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is some amazing stuff, and we are up on our second break already. Can you believe this? What do you recommend for homework during our second break, Maya? Oh, um, okay. So I'd like for you to think about how you would like your spiritual ally to support you. Hmm. And so, what are some of our choices for support? What's commonly or, requested? Perhaps you might want some help with your life purpose, your soul mission. Maybe you need support or guidance in your um, some aspect of your life. Maybe you need a spiritual ally to help bring you comfort or guidance, protection, teaching, or healing. Those are just some examples. 
Those are some great examples. So spend some time with this thought about how you would like your spiritual ally to support you right now. And know that's written in pencil. You can change that at any time. And hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am still here with the amazing and wonderful Maya Zahira. And we've been having such a great time talking about how to begin to ground and connect to our spiritual allies to call in the specific one that we want to work with right now for this particular time period, whether that's a few weeks or a few months. Um, How do we... How do we make sure that we haven't been fooled to start with, right? We've gone through this process. It looks good. We did auto dictation instead of allowing channeling and that kind of stuff to happen. Um, What would be some of the red flags that maybe somebody made it through our initial screening who perhaps ought not to have? Mm -hmm. Yes. Because some of them are very good about looking good for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that you pointed that out because I have personally observed and had situations with entities that I, in the moment, I was thinking, wow, I could totally see how even someone who is pretty discerning would get fooled by this. Yeah. Because if, if you don't know, you don't, like, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. And some of these, I mean, are really impressive. I've read some books that 
the channeler talked about their first interaction with the the entity they're channeling and i looked at it and went oh this has red flag all over it but they were clearly oblivious to that yeah exactly yeah. um and uh so uh for all the listeners, grab a pen and paper for this part. Definitely. Well, we asked you to at the top of the hour. If you haven't yet, now so is you the moment. Have it already. <laughs> you have it already. Okay, I'm going to go through through this list pretty quickly, um, and this is in no particular order here. Okay, so if it's a false light entity, if it's an imposter, it's not. It's pretending to be good, but it's not actually. False light entities tend to come on really strong. Mm -hmm. So if you happen to be getting auditory messages from this entity, it will be very loud, almost like a booming voice in your head. Mm -hmm. um, that's a sign. And because usually whether it's auditory or the other senses a genuine guide ally is usually much more subtle and so and this is a red much flag. more gentle yeah gentle yeah so if if they're super loud um if you can hear their voice like clear as day and they're just talking to you um 99.99 percent .99 of the time bad news okay well yeah especially if you are... haven't asked them to turn it up because sometimes i will do that it's like you're too soft i'm not you need to be louder and make it clearer yeah. if you've asked yeah. for that that's one thing if it's unsolicited yeah. that's a whole different thing yes good point and then if you happen to be getting visuals from this entity then they might be showing up um super clear like very distinct compared to uh, a genuine benevolent being might be a little more subtle in how they're showing up for you visually. Uh, if they're showing yeah. up as an energy, they're usually, the, the false entities will usually be crazy levels of bright, like mm -hmm. it hurts your eyes. And the logic that I've, that I've thought about with this is that because they're false light, they're not genuine light, they are overcompensating. Yes, and it's it's like the guy with the compensation car. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and actually this part, whether you are clairvoyant and can see energy or you just feel it, uh, as a clairvoyant myself, I will see that bright blinding light and then I will notice how even people who aren't clairvoyant will be drawn to it because they can feel it. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to also throw in there. Okay. You know what your strongest channels are. You know whether you see things or hear things or feel things or sense things or know things. Mm -hmm. If you've been paying attention to your intuition at any, for any length of time, you know that some of these are stronger for you than others. And so if you don't normally see things, and this thing is now appearing to you visually, uh, yeah, pay real close attention because this is probably gonna be a red flag. Because it's not normally your strongest channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And then also, um, just generally speaking, if that so-called ally is coming across in a very compelling way, 
like you are so drawn to it you can barely like um separate yourself from that entity that's mm -hmm. not good if it's too good to be true like all of a sudden you're channeling messages from the holy spirit or like some like big wig spiritual entity uh, i'm not saying that that can't happen but false light entities tend to choose the these big wig spiritual beings to pretend to be right so i am mother mary or something like that you want mary to Magdalene. Yes. yeah you want to really inspect that one closely yeah. mm -hmm. and because of that i would say that any ascended being any ascended being like the high level evolved Saint being saint germain yeah uh, <laughs> any of those that show up are immediately suspect mm -hmm. because it's so common that that fraudsters come in and pretend to be them so watch out for that um and then here's another one that a lot of people might not realize the entity might start off as one persona and then they change to another persona so here's an example i had a friend many years ago who had a supposed spirit guide all growing up it was a guy just like dressed in regular clothes Mm -hmm. And he would talk to her regularly and tell her stuff. And then at a certain point in her adulthood, suddenly he turned into Archangel Michael. Oh, oh, well, and, that doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. And then I was, I was like, oh gosh. And she, but, but the thing is, is once someone is already emotionally attached to the idea that it's real. It's so hard to let it go when it pulls yeah. off the mask yes yeah so that that's why we're teaching about this now before you get really enmeshed but there's the opposite can also happen so so here's how this will show up it starts off as scary entity that's attacking the person and then and i actually know several people th that have this and some of them are working as mediums and psychics and getting messages from these entities that started off as scary entities attacking them and then later the entities turned into angels who now give them messages yes who rescue them <laughs> in some yes. ways it's I like the firefighter that that starts the fire on the building almost Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've got I've got two more. Uh -huh. um, the next one would be it, it's a little bit similar, but it's that it's um, uh, you're you're connecting with your spirit guide, with your ally, and for like I mentioned earlier, for a split moment, their facade drops. Yeah, it slips. It slips for just a moment, and you go, "Whoa! Did did I see or feel what I just think yeah, I did?" Yeah, where'd those evil red eyes come from? <laughs> they were just there for a second, right. then they're gone. Or, yeah, or the black dark energy, or the whatever. And that, by the way, is all you need to know. If that facade drops for a split second, you have your answer, and don't ruminate and question yourself. You know what you saw or felt. And then the final thing on this list is if your gut 
feels that something is off, even if there's none of these other factors that we already mentioned, if your gut feels that something's off, then... Thank you very much and walk on. Mm -hmm. And let's just pretend that your gut is concerned or feels that something might be a little bit off or you feel a little bit unsure about this particular ally. Let's just pretend maybe the ally is actually benevolent, but you're not sure. It's not going to hurt that entity for you to say, no, thank you. Yeah. And it's not going to hurt you. So it's better to be on the safe side. And then if it is a negative entity, then you've done a good job of taking care of yourself. Because exactly. I'm going to tell you guys this one bit of tough love. It's a lot harder to disengage and disentangle from a false light entity after you've invited it in and worked yep. with it for months or years. It's a lot easier to say no from the beginning. Exactly. So how do you go about saying no? All right. So um, no is a complete sentence, Sophia. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. But how do you deliver it? Is it important to go, no, get out of here or just like, no, thanks, move on? You could do it either way. But I find that the less emotionally charged you get, kind of it's better if you're it's just stronger calm, yeah. calm grounded and your strength is coming from a calm groundedness in your inner self and you say uh thanks but no thanks i choose to not work with you and you can also do that with guides you've already been working with mm-hmm. when i discovered that this was an issue i i kicked some of my guides out um mainly because It wasn't that they were all bad, but I decided to be pickier about who I chose to work with. And And I said, thank you. I really appreciate you. And our time together is now done. And that's that's how I dismissed some from my own counsel as well. I've I've been through a few points at which it's like, "Mm, yeah, no, I need to weed out who I'm listening to. And, and that's exactly how I approach it as well. It's like, I'm, I'm grateful for the time we've had together, but that time is over now. You know, thank you and move on. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's as simple as that. All right. So we're getting down to the last couple of minutes here. I know you brought a gift with you and I'm sure you would love to share how listeners can contact you, especially if they're like farther down this road and they're strongly suspecting they need to disengage and it's getting complicated. Mm -hmm. Well, the first place that I would send you all is my website. That's where you can find a lot of information. And that is psychicprotectionsanctuary.com. And that will be in the show notes. Yes, go ahead. I I also have a free Facebook group that is also called Psychic Protection Sanctuary as well as a YouTube channel that has a ton of information about everything psychic protection, discernment, and that's also called Psychic Protection Sanctuary. I see a theme here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if you didn't catch that, go ahead and check the show notes that will all be down here below the show. Mm -hmm. So tell us about your gift very quickly. We got 20 seconds. Yes, so uh, the free gift is a quiz to determine if you might be under psychic attack. And you can get that quiz at my website, psychicprotectionsanctuary.com. 
even if you don't think that you're under attack, just going through that quiz will help you understand the symptoms and signs so you can avoid those issues. Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us here today, Maya. And thank you to all of you out there in listener land who joined us today. We do this show for you. I would love to hear from you. Drop a quick line to askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 